Jack Black is going to be the voice of Claptrap in the Borderlands movie? No, I did not see that. It's like, what, Kevin Hart's going to be playing Roland, and Jack Black just got casted as uh, Claptrap. And I'm like, nice. okay, that one makes sense. That one feels like, I don't know. I'm not completely sold on Kevin Hart yet, but hey, there's that. There's that. And I'll be excited when any of these actual video game movies come out and are hopefully good. Hey, speaking of uh, video game movies and stuff like that, uh, did you see, uh, what is it, Pedro pa- Pascal, the the guy who plays Mando in Mandalorian, got casted as uh, Joel? Uh, yeah, I saw I, thought for, I saw for a while, too. Um, it was going to be Marisha Ali for whatever reason. Yeah, and there like, was that rumor. He- People were excited, but they were just confused. Yeah. You know, I guess taking one kid across the galaxy wasn't enough. Now you got to take another kid across the world. (laughs) So uh, so, so do you know what what it's going to be focused on? Is it going to be like... um, I assume assume it'll be maybe just the story of Last of Us 1. Uh, I was thinking it might be either that or it's going to be like the in-between between one and two, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I saw Troy Baker uh, tweeted out that that when he said that and he just goes, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, this is awesome. I couldn't have picked a better person. Nice. <laughs> and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> so I, I easy enough to say he's excited. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I guess we should get started, right? I suppose so. We got enough to talk about. We 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 chit-chatted. We do a thing. Uh, We do the normal podcast stuff. Right? Now let's get down to business. Speaking of normal podcast stuff, I should do an intro. Shouldn't I? Nah. I don't want to. Sure. It, it, it just feels weird, you know? Like... I don't know if you I don't know if you listen to uh I, okay now it didn't go off like I wanted it to. I don't know if you listen to face. Uh but <laughs> what the fuck? That's how that's how you do. That's how you that's how you, that's how you say the name. You you just go face. But uh it, it's just <laughs> but it's just like there there was a time where Andrew Panton was just like do podcast even need an intro? anymore like if 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 you feel confident enough do you really need an intro i i personally don't think so yeah i'll do one anyway hi and welcome to that's just gamer talk i'm the gamer one two four it's always stop cruise can't lose <laughs> we're talking video games and stuff like that you know all the all the who's and what's and jigaboo what's it's and why i don't even know what the hell i'm saying anymore uh where to start there's this is quite a bit. Where do you want to start today? We just... uh, let's uh, start with everyone's favorite video game, Anthem. Woo! Anthem! EA is going to decide on the uh, future of Anthem next in, in apparently a few days now. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> that is, uh, I was like, when I saw this, I'm like, this is still going on. This was a thing. I legit thought they had shut it down like, I don't know, probably like a year ago, to be all honest with you, because <laughs> that's when no, like... every all news about it just fell off the face of the earth, because that was when their last like director quit. 
and there i was just like that's it that it's gets dead turns out it's not but it's about to be very, basically very few people are in the studio are apparently still working on Anthem 30 people and- apparently are, are working on this game beautiful that's awesome 30 people for a, a full remake of the game pretty much <laughs> like yeah what what more can we what more can we say to say that it's probably not going to happen but like no it, it, with the time that they've had there's very little chance that they've come up with anything significant any like big overhaul that would get people super interested in the game again like and good you, for them if they do but yeah and and here's the thing okay so like Two years ago, this game released, and probably about a year or a little more than a year ago, they went into this whole rebuilding of the the, the remaking of this game process, the whole remaster of it, pretty much, for Anthem 2, or Next, or whatever the hell you want to call it. But uh, it's just like... Time is time has moved on, you know. Gaming has is significantly different than it was two years ago, where the whole looter shooter is not the biggest thing anymore. Like when Anthem Two came out, it was like Destiny Two was riding a high at the time, and then Borderlands Three had come out recently. So, I yeah, <laughs> there there yeah, that's that. I was like, I the the thing is, is that everyone's kind of moved on in a way like they, i just don't think that even if you even if it does get they say okay and keep making the game and actually give it like a full-on team again is anyone even going to come back you know you'd be surprised i think if it was to happen there would be some people that may come back is it enough yeah. though I, th- I I think so, because like if you look in the past and uh, look at games that made com- big comebacks like this and were really able to turn themselves around like games like No Man's Sky and others. <laughs> no Man's Sky, Final Fantasy 14. Remember, that game shut down for a year before they uh, that's true before before they uh, relaunched. So I definitely don't think that it's something that's, you know, impossible. I think it's a little. um you know, unprobable, but I, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. I can, uh, if it has a really dedicated team, that's really passionate about making this game, you know, what they wanted it to be, then I think it could have a chance. Do I think that's what's going to happen? No, but yeah, they got a lot to come overcome though. There was a lot of uh, a amount of the criticisms that were it was the, it was just basically like it lacked content and it was the most generic of generic looter shooters out there. So, it's basically like making Anthem 2 in a way. That's pretty much yeah. what they're doing. And basically saying anyone that has Anthem can just play Anthem 2. And so I'm just like what what could what what could they do that would convince players to not to play Anthem and not play like something like Destiny Two? Is pretty much what's running through my head. Like what what would need to happen? And honestly, I have no idea. I think some uh, some uh, it's hard because Anthem at its core is not that different from Destiny gameplay wise. Yeah. Aside from a little bit more of an open world, it they're basically the exact same game. So what they would really need to do is get down some like 
at this point they need to match what um destiny is doing have a solid multiplayer foundation which for a looter shooter is tough and especially when you consider that that's something that destiny 2 is struggling with right now they would need to have like decent strike missions they would have to have like multiple maps and they would have need to have like more abilities but it's it's a hard thing to balance and a lot of stuff that they need to do that I just don't think they have enough done yet. It's that argument that what's stopping me from playing, you know, the big, the big games that's been known for like destiny two has obviously been the big leader shooter, but let's move on to like other uh, genres of games. The battle Royale scene was a big one back when the battle Royale craze was going, you know, it's like what's stopping me from playing Fortnite or apex legends or PUBG or whatever the hell else was out there at the time you know like it was the idea of like hyperscape you know remember that game that yeah it didn't really it, it never caught on because it like didn't really do enough differently to like say okay i'm gonna play this over Fortnite and stuff like that and get really good into this a lot of people checked it out at the very beginning and they're just like eh, it's kind of lacking like other things and then they just went back to playing Fortnite. It was the same thing yeah. during the MOBA craze too, when League of Legends was getting was hitting its stride. Um, it, it it's it's so hard to break into something like that, and you kind of have to find something special when that does happen. Mm-hmm. And that's not something you just kind of and it's and it's something that you can't like really figure out. I guess you got to just try new things and trying crazy things, which honestly I don't think EA is wanting to go for. No. Uh, well, I think one of the bigger things that could maybe bring Anthem back if they really, if that's really the, the uh, way that they wanted to do would be like um, something that I think makes a lot of um, Bioware's games stand out is the branching story and the solid narrative plus good lore mix that they had that Anthem just wasn't having in the slightest. It was incredibly generic in every sense sense of the word and they would need to completely rebuild uh, rebuild that and create a story and narrative that would be truly compelling i think that might bring some more people in again i it's just a lot of work that they would have to do that i just don't see them having gotten done in the last couple months I I I want to believe that it's a project that could eventually work with enough time and effort, but it's whether it's worth the time and effort that's really making me question because I still don't think enough has been done at this point, and I can't really see them clawing their way back. I think I absolutely think EA is just going to be like, yeah, shut the whole thing down. Yep, I I agree with you. Uh, and also this is like, it's, it's Bioware. It's, it's a Bioware game, which means that's Mm -hmm. more, uh, that's more pressure on Bioware, which is already putting a lot of effort into Dragon Age and Mass Effect. So it's just like, do they really want to spread themselves even more thin by making Anthem? They basically need to go through another studio expansion. Yeah. And Bioware in itself is becoming way, way more like like expensive for a studio that's proven themselves in the past to be increasingly risky to invest in. I don't know. It, it's just like when, when you can put what you put, when you put the three games together, you put, you put mass effect, you put dragon age, and then you put 
Anthem altogether, they're going to focus on Dragon Age and uh, Mass, Mass Effect, Effect because those are well-known games and stuff like that that they know will sell well just by namesake alone, where Anthem is kind of like... It obviously had a really bad launch, and nobody really plays it anymore. I, I don't even, I don't even know what its player base is currently, if it even has any. Like I, I assume it has some, but like, how many could it really be? Let's see. Is is my only thought process. So it's just like, as much as like they might have good stuff for Anthem, they might just say, yeah, we're still gonna scrap the project just because we have more stuff that we want to work on at the moment. Like we have some more stuff that will make us more money and keep Bioware afloat after the last few games. Find anything over there for uh, the player base? Uh, a lot. Uh, the last one. Uh, let's see. The game's not on. Is the game on Steam? By chance? Uh, it, hmm, that's a good question. Let's find out. Where are you, Steam? And I mean, um, well, EA is play should be on there. Anthem, no, no, I don't see it. Huh? Uh, okay, so so that's gonna make it uh, a little harder. The the last time that it that um that there recorded a number of player concurrent players was back in may of 2019 where they had about 2500 players even then that had less active players than fallout 76 yikes yeah it's just i don't think there's enough interest like i, and I guarantee you ea is taking all of this into play like they don't it, it's just like and and the fact is i think probably a lot of people have really given up on anthem just because there hasn't been any updates like they've been working on this anthem next for how long and there and I haven't heard anything about what it's going to be, what it's going to entail, because I don't know if they have anything or that they just really want to keep it under wraps, kind of like what No Man's Sky did, where it's just like they kind of just shut up and did all these patches and adding and stuff like that, and then it came out and they're like, hey, here's the game now, uh, yeah. have have at it and stuff like that with a whole bunch of patch notes and stuff like that. Which and drop this big overhaul that basically changes the entire game. I'm thinking that's what they want to do, but they're being way too quiet with people. And it's like you, it's like you and me said, we didn't even know this thing was still going on. Like I thought they gave gave up on it like early last year. Yeah, yeah, no, and and that's the thing. I was like, and, and I understand that, you know, what, what was it? Because uh, they had the, uh, hell, what was it? Uh, makers of the like the head developer for uh, No Man's Sky is kind of talking about why he wasn't like doing that because he's just like like saying anything about any of the updates for the patches and stuff like that and he basically said no matter what I would say people would always just come back and with hate and stuff like that so it's like it's just not worth yeah. my time to update people but I'm just like at the same time it's how you keep people around in my mind it's that if the people are really are really that are really excited for the game that want to see it succeed you got to update them that's that's my personal preference and i get that that you're going to receive that hate but it's literally just by people who don't want to see your game succeed and are here just to spread hate toward you they don't care about your game or anything like that you can just say block them get them out of here i don't care about what you have to say but the people, but and but the people who want the game to succeed will will look at it and and stuff like that and will be excited for what you have in store. Yeah, 
that's my whole thing with that. I, I think it's, I think it, as a developer, when the game's not going as well as it could have been and stuff like that, in like a No Man's Sky or even like you can look at more modern ones with CD or with CD Projekt Red's uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, uh, what was another game that like, I don't know. That one's the one that that's most recent that I could think of. It's just like they need to be communicating what's what's happening here, like what's what's going on and what they plan to do to make the game better or to fix the game. And honestly, when it comes to Anthem, like there was a good amount of hate around that game, sure, but it wasn't ridiculed anywhere near as much as like, say, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 or fucking. Uh, Fallout 76, or I'd even argue No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, like it—it it was a flawed game that a lot of people were understandably upset at. But it's not like if they—it's not like people were completely disregarding it. It's a bad game, but I'm sure a lot of more people would have been inclined to listen when it came to that game over something like fallout 76 and they, they just haven't said anything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but I, I don't know. I, I always say that communication between you and your fans is like, should be number is just number one, especially when you know, the game's released sucked <laughs> and you know, there's more that you can do like you, that, that communication has to be very, very easily uh, found and understood and stuff like that. And everyone always, and I was just like, oh, I just don't want to see hate in there. I'm like, then just get it out of there. Get some mods and just start and just start slapping down the band hammers. That's really all you need to do. That's, yeah. my, that's my thought process. So, so like this idea of going dark, basically, and just working on it and stuff like that, you're just going to lose more people as a result of that. And look, if the updates are good, kind of like a No Man's Sky thing, people will rebuy the game. But it's like, I, I just, I, I'm... I'm just like, uh, if you had just done it before, I feel like you wouldn't have seen, you would have kept more people and less refunds would have happened. Maybe. Maybe uh, it probably works out more in their favor as a result of that. Cause they, most likely when they, cause the, uh, when the, in the case of no man's sky, you know, you probably, you had people refunding it. That was like the time where like the refunds, uh, for on steam, Sony was issuing refunds for them. And stuff like that, and probably about the time that these updates rolled out, the game was on sale. So ultimately, you probably it probably cut into your overall. That that, just me thinking out loud, I guess. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a it's a sign. Well, we'll we'll see about Anthem. I really doubt that anything will. I Same. the only thing the only news I expect to hear by the end of this by whenever this decision comes out is Anthem's being shut down. I I I fully fully believe it will be shut down. It sucks, but at the same time, I can't imagine that they would give it an okay, especially with BioWare doing all these things. Mass Effect Legendary Collection coming around the corner not too long. Uh, then you have the next Mass Effect game that they're working on. You got Dragon Age yet? They're still working on. And who other who knows what other projects they may or may not be working on that we just don't know about yet. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, what else? Well, we could talk about Terraria's creator getting uh, canceling their Stadia port because if Stadia needed any more reason to not get Stadia, 
<laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the Stadia section of the stream where we talk about the updates on Stadia. Well, this isn't so much a Stadia update as this is uh, a Google Terraria, Google yeah. doing a Google doing a real bad, like a real bad. Uh, so hey, we're just gonna uh, we're just gonna imply that you guys. Yeah, no more Stadia for you by shutting down your Google and your YouTube account. Yeah, no, no more, no more yeah. of that. Stadia done. Yes, yeah, Stadia is just like this is, especially after all the news that they they shut down their own their their own studio, and I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> like, and Terraria is a big game. Like, there are a lot of people that play Terraria. There's it sold a yeah. lot of copies, and, and so. Basically, Terraria co-creator Andrew, I think it's it's Sphinx. Is that is I don't know if that's how you say it or not. Uh, basically, the story goes as uh, Sphinx's YouTube account received an email by from uh, Google saying that it uh, violated YouTube TOS despite not uploading content for months on the YouTube page. Uh, Sphinx just assumed that it was an error and waited and and just waited a couple days, only to find that his YouTube channel. His Google Drive, his Gmail address uh, had all been disabled. So, and, and of course, he wants an answer, right? Like, mm -hmm. a, he also talked about how he spent, like, he plays he plays mobile games on his on his on his Android phone, which through Google Play, which got disabled. So he's he spent money on those mobile games, and now he can't play those mobile games. So. Now he's down. Now he's down even money as well, and it's just like, oh boy! It's like after about three weeks. Uh, oh, uh, three weeks have passed since this, and he still can't get into his account. It's, and he's tried every way of appealing it, and Google is just not getting back to him. Like it's, like it's just it's it's a bad it's a bad situation to be in. That sucks, man. It really sucks. It does. So, as a result, Spinks on his Twitter account saying, "Yeah, screw you, Google Stadia, and uh, we're not coming or anything Google related at this point." I kid, uh, and I was just like, "Well, that's that's what you get, I guess." And it's like, "Yep." It's like okay, and and I, I partially think he said that just because. He was trying to get a response from Google, which, by the way, they still have not responded to him at all, despite every day uh, tweeting at Google, like saying, hey, what about this case and stuff like that? He's he's trying his, his damnedest. Jesus. Yeah. So just to put into perspective how bad this this like could be for Stadia, that not that really a lot of people probably have Stadia at this point. Uh, Terraria sold 30 million copies since April of 2020. And so that loss of all those uh, of like having Terraria means that less people are playing Stadia, which I guess not a lot of people were playing Stadia to begin with. But hey, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like we em we emphasize that like that. Oh, well, not a lot of people are playing Stadia, but it's the idea that if adding these games could draw people to Stadia, like. It's not help. It's not helping. Like you're not helping yourself trying to be more marketable. And this is clearly a case where Google, like, like we were talking about last week, Google's given up on Stadia, right? Like, oh, hundred percent, like a thousand percent. He, it's given up on Stadia. It doesn't care about Stadia anymore. But it's just like this kind of rep. Like, say you say okay, say you're Google right now and you want to try this again in like ten years or something like that. 
And it's like when you have this kind of rep on your side and people and like people point to it and just say, yeah, this is what it was before and stuff like that. I don't see it getting much better. And by and that by and by like 10 years in the case, like X Cloud will probably be popping and PlayStation will have its own thing probably. And so I'm just sitting yeah. here going like you're really shooting yourself in the foot, even like <laughs> like you're shooting your bloody foot with more bullets. <laughs> some people some people shoot themselves in the foot. Y'all are cutting off your whole leg. Like holy shit. Might as well cut off the dick too. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. I saw that and I was just like, is this is this real life right now? Like Google, what the hell are you doing? Clearly not giving two shits about Stadia anymore. But yeah. It's just Jesus Christ. To, to treat De just developers this way with this level of disrespect is boy could you could you imagine if like again like microsoft treated like one of their devs like that like the amount of like shit microsoft would be getting oh absolutely a hundred percent like what if like say like what, what's like a big what's like like say like what obviously this would never happen but say like fortnite would be added to like the game pass or whatever even though it's already a free game mm -hmm. but like Say that was being that say that was added to the thing, but then like they told, but then like all of a sudden they banned the main devs for Fortnite's uh, Microsoft account or whatever, and then just didn't respond. Like the amount of shit that would be happening right there and then be insane. It, it's you, this is just not how businesses should act, basically, when it comes no. to like like things like I I don't know. It's just putting it in perspective, I guess. But it's just like jeepers creepers. Uh, I don't know. Moving on from Stadia, because I think we said all we needed to say on that. Yep. Hopefully he gets it. Hopefully he gets his uh, his Google account back. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Especially because, you know. I think I think even if even if they don't plan on uh, making any more YouTube videos for it, I'm pretty sure the person would want to be able to use like a Google Drive and stuff like that. Just throwing it. Yeah. Out there. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we got BlizzCon coming up around the corner, um, only to find out that through uh, reports between Activision and Blizzard that the top two games for Blizzard are not slated for 2021. That being Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 are not launching this year. Jeez. What, how, my only thought process is that for, for almost a year, and for almost a year, I see reports on, especially Diablo 4, because I've, I've played Diablo 3, I don't really look too much for Overwatch stuff, but I see, like, weekly updates about how the game's progressing, stuff thing, like, new, up, new abilities and stuff like that for all the characters that they're going to be putting in, and I'm yeah. sitting there going, like, how much more do you have to do with this game? Like, I get... I get okay, and I and I and this is not a this is not a thing to pressure them, and and stuff like that. But it's just like what? It's one of those things where it's like it's. Been, I don't I don't want to compare this to 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 Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, but I'm going to for a moment, where it's just like they're not they're not being overly. I, and maybe this is just like because Cyberpunk came out and it was kind of like everyone we were led to believe that it was just polished and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like we were led to believe that they were just po polishing the game and that it was 
you know, wasn't just the buggy mess and stuff like that. And I'm I'm all supportive for devs taking their time and making the game as best as they possibly can. But it's been four years that they've shown off and they've teased and they say every year in those four years that it'll be out next year. Look, just tell us. That's all I'm asking. Just say, hey, we're still working out on some few things. Don't just tease us like this every year. It, that's all that's all I want. That's all I want is just just yeah. just just be upfront. Just just tell it as it is. Don't don't beat around the bush. Please. Again, again, that's not one of the many reasons I appreciate the fact that we're getting monthly updates for Halo Infinite. At where they're saying exactly what they're doing each week, each month. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know. It's just. It's... I like. I feel like the. Like obviously, Halo is like the. I mean, big, is a big. Is a big franchise. I mean, at this point, a lot of people are just straight up wondering, like, okay, what's really going on, and what aren't you telling us? Especially after the cyberpunk thing. Yeah. Like, like people at this point are just expecting to be deceived. It it sucks, but. Yeah, like that's literally what's happening, and that's why I I I made the comparison between the two, but it's just like at, at this point, especially after after Cyberpunk's disastrous launch, like you need like I feel like it's more important now that devs and like their PR team, like their their PR teams and stuff like that, their social media things and stuff uh, and all that Reddit pages, whatever, they need to be really like communicative to like their fans, like. Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 have been big, like, have, are obviously have big fan bases around them and stuff like that. But it's just like, man, just tell just tell us. That's all I'm asking. This is, and, and also, it's just like, Blizzard hasn't launched a game in over three years. Like, it, their, their last game was Overwatch uh back in 2018. And even before, wow. that was in beta. That was in, that was in a beta for a year. So, Basically, 2017 was the last time they released a game. And if I remember correctly, last year, BlizzCon, like there was a lot of reports by Activision and Blizzard that Activision wanted Blizzard to release a game that year. And they didn't. So I'm just like, okay. So I, I, I it's just I'm getting a lot of mixed signals here is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's like, okay, are we releasing game? Are we not releasing the game? Type deal. When, when, when did they come out with that Warcraft 3 remaster that everyone hated? They made that. Oh, did they? I, I didn't. Oh, I, I, looked at their re- I looked at their recent ones, and it was like... Uh, and all yeah, I saw that, was like Overwatch. Yeah, they released um, Warcraft 3 Reforge uh, January of last year. Huh. I guess I also with, uh, didn't think about WoW Classic too. With a uh, rousing score of one point four out of five. Yikes! Zero point six on Metacritic. Yikes! That's that's not good. I don't know. It, and I get that. Like probably since that time, and they've had, I think they've had a couple expansions for World of Warcraft. They've obviously have like a dev team working on Hearthstone. And stuff like that. I don't know. It's just like how long can you really rely on these on these games for like all of your revenue and stuff like that? And I guess that's yeah. the idea between the the partnership between Blizzard and Activision 
is that they can because now they have Activision support. But yeah, I, it it it's sad. Yeah. Oh, oh, but but I should say this. Uh, apparently, Blizzard does have a game coming out this year. You want to know what that is? What is it? Y'all got phones? <laughs> Diablo Immortal is supposed Diab- to come out this year. Diablo Immortal hasn't come out already? No. Nope. How is it not? That I know. Was- that was a meme like two years ago. I, I, I no fucking way. This game has not come out. I I, I refuse to believe. I no. I, I kid you not. It, it is not out. <laughs> well, this game that's a reskin of an existing mobile game has yep. not come out yet. Yep, that's How? that is exactly that is exactly it. Diablo Immortal is basically just Diablo three on your phone, and it's and it's not out. And that's a little crazy to me. <sighs> yeah. So that's supposed to be Blizzard's big release. Or unless they're really going to surprise us at BlizzCon, which we'll see. I'm kind of doubting it. They release Overwatch 3 before the second one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like having World War 5 when we didn't have 4 or 3. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what what was that show that that always made that reference? Was that was that Family Guy? I think it was. It may have been. I think it was Family Guy. So, yeah, there was that. So I'm just like, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, it was Family Guy, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, BlizzCon is supposed to be happening, I believe, February fifteenth to the seventeenth, uh, which is going to be all digital, like it was last year. Um talking about stuff i don't i don't really pay attention to blizzcon just because i don't play enough blizzard games like i don't play wow i dropped hearthstone years ago i've kind of i put close to 900 hours probably in in diablo 3 and i just there's it just doesn't grip me like it did just because there's not enough to do um after 900 hours the game does get a little stale (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, really? Does it now? Yeah, when you got level 70s of all the characters. I went back for the Necromancer when that came out, and then I maxed the level that and got a lot of its good, like its best gear, and I was just like, okay, I've done everything again. <laughs> I mean, I have the deluxe version of Diablo 2, like, right here. Yeah, I, Diablo I've been, 2. I've been, I've been considering getting into it, but... Diablo 2 Remastered is supposed to come out uh, soon. I don't know if maybe that will be a release for this year as well. Oh. But that is also... I, I guess that wasn't announced in the report, but... I, I just kinda, have no I, idea I, what's I, going on with 90% of game companies right now. It, it's true. Like This is a giant guessing game at this point, which is fine. I guess that's kind of what they want you to be like anyway, but hey... We can find out stuff through through reporting and stuff like that. Like that that's how, that's how this whole story broke out is that a report uh, like a, like a public report to Activision from Blizzard basically said, "Yeah, we're not going to be ready to have yeah, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 ready for this year." So, unless they rush it, which I hope to God they don't. Cuz I remember yeah. when Diablo 3 came out, there cuz that 
Diablo three came out at the time where it was like, it was like one of the first games that was always online type deal that you always needed an internet connection. And because of that, the servers were so flooded that playing the game, you might as well have played it at a five FPS. Jeez. Yeah, it, it was that bad. It was that bad. They like, they were like, Oh, we didn't expect this many players. I'm like, how many times are you going to go through this blizzard that, when a big game like Diablo comes out, the same thing happened with Classic, too. It's that there was the, trying to ser- sign into the servers of WoW Classic were it was a mess. Like it was like people were waiting a half hour to 40 minutes just to log in. How many how many more times do we got to go through this? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's, it's crazy. So. I don't know. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm, BlizzCon's coming around the corner. We'll see what happens then. Dude, thinking of WoW Classic has gotten me thinking, like, when are we going to get our fucking sequel to Wizard 101? When is that going to show right? up? Classic wasn't that bad. They conducted many stress tests. Yeah, but I still remember, ah, like, okay. watching a streamer. Like, I watched a streamer, too, and they would, they would, like, they, they literally played... I think they played Minesweeper while they were waiting for uh, <laughs> waiting for the login to classic. One of the f- first few days it was out. Like, I'm sure they fixed it fast enough, which is good. But Jesus. That's that's what I remember for it. I honestly I, I only watched the, the very few things on it. But hey. There was that. Uh, what else? BlizzCon's happening digitally. Guess what else is happening digitally? Uh, E3. 2021 will be happening in digital hey, form this year. E3 is back, back, baby. No, it is. Yay, hey. Everyone, everyone woo. Who's well, actually going to be coming to that? Let's. You know, that's a good question. Let's find out. Oh, wait. Sony's already backed out. <laughs> I mean, Sony is going to be doing their own thing. And uh, that's, we already and that's... know that Nintendo's, Nintendo's going to be doing direct. And now Xbox has inside Xbox. Who's going to put a showcase there? Yeah, and that's that's my exact thought. And I'm just like, okay, so after last year when you guys decided that, you know, you can't figure out anything else because you're too slow to react. Um, while the rest of the while the rest of the gaming companies put together a nice little presentation and realized this is actually like a really good, really good thing to do, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I so I'm just and it's just like so yeah the the event is going to be like two keynote conferences with demos trailers and talks with devs my guess they'll probably be like smaller streamers or smaller streamers smaller de- uh studios that uh don't really get like the highlight and stuff like that maybe a few big games here or there but I I don't see this being a wild success for them no um people uh, people have been predicting the death of e3 for a while and i think it not happening last year was really like the kick to the curb that it was inevitably coming to it yeah uh reportedly jeff kingsley was asked to oversee this again which he declined once again so if there if there is not any if there's just like any more reason to say mm, maybe maybe this won't be as good as we all hope it to be or you know maybe this really is just kind of like their last little try at something I, I and i'm sure that once things are back in person they'll try again like when it's safe to go back out again 
or at least go have mass gatherings again that maybe, maybe they'll try something again and maybe they'll reach out to like Microsoft and Sony and the, I, Nintendo still probably doing the direct. They probably given up on them long ago. Um, like Ubisoft and EA and are, are any of these companies going to be interested in this thing? And, and that, and that was my next question. And personally, I don't think they will be like, they're, they're just no. not going to want to spend the millions of dollars for the stage time to, f- to do these things they would much rather create a video where they can directly can control what's going to happen and stuff like that rather than like just something wrong going on screen or whatever just something bad happening where it's much easier just to put a video together it is a little sad. i will say it is a little sad that you know if this really is the death of e3 that it's like it was a good, it had a good run you know, like there were a it lot did. of there were a lot of great, a lot of really good years before that. Like before these past couple of years. Um, but man, I couldn't I couldn't see I couldn't see all these devs want or all these big gaming studios coming back to to want to do a presentation. It's like PC yeah. gamer, like PC gamer show is basically the one is always the one for the P, like anything uh, PC gaming. So it's just like. If if you're going to really, and, and and they also show a lot of like indie ones indie games as well, so it's just like I really don't know what they're going to be talking about. I... <sighs> there was a few. There was like one or two other things. What the hell was it? What the hell were they again? It was like um, yeah, I'd be like June fourteenth. And, and and the thing is, they they still want to try their like influencers or like streamer thing, where no. they want to have like streamers no. and like and influencers on to like play like it's, I, uh, no it they that that's like the number one thing why like Mike Kingsley left like it's just dumb it, it is like the like they're like obviously what they want to do like with that is they want to recreate keanu reeves with the cyberpunk one that, that happened all those years like a couple they're years never ago. gonna match that exactly never. and you want to know why that worked and i was literally having this discussion with my brother the other day is that mm-hmm. why it worked was because it was the uh, that was the trailer that they showed off keanu reeves was going to be in the game and the next thing they did is they brought keanu reeves on stage it was something we didn't see coming and it was just like whoa he's here and like and the game was so big uh, it was so big at that time like everyone was so excited for it that it was just like every big news and stuff like that was just like and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Was was Death, Strand- Death Stranding wasn't out at that time, right? So it wasn't like they had a, uh... or at see, least which it... boy was that E3 was that was that 2018? I want to feel like I want to say it's 18 or 19. If it was 19, I think Death Strand- I, Death- I think Death Stranding would have been out, which was the first time like I've that I've really seen when. Uh, Death Stranding came out in November 2019. Okay. So what I'm thinking, yeah, I, I think that, hmm. Because De- Death Stranding was, like, the first time that we really saw, like, movie stars in, like, in roles in video games, pretty much. Keanu Reeves was in the 2019 one, so. Okay. It, uh, it, it was still before, but, like. Death Stranding came out like maybe a, a couple months later. Hmm. 
I'm just trying to think when the trailer was that had Norman Reedus in it. Like when when did oh, that? Oh no, when... that was like 2016. That was all. That was that was uh, that was way way long time ago. Oh, okay, I'm way off base. I, but I mean, hey, I mean, he was in the first trailer for that game, wasn't he? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I I don't. It's just like trying to recreate that whole that whole thing again it, for every game. I'm like, it's just gonna look and be cringy and stupid. I feel like it's just it's just not gonna hit with a majority yeah. of gamers, especially like maybe with the young with like a younger audience, but you know guys like like gamers like our age i'm like i couldn't just i couldn't imagine that they would be excited to see something like this the people that would be like like actually really interested in it and something like that yeah i yeah i just i don't know i don't know why like well i do know why but at the same time i don't know why that they're really they really want to do this like and and I guarantee you that the year it happens that they actually can do this, they can get like some influencers or streamers into the thing, and they and it's not gonna work out like they want, right? There's no way. No. <sighs> hey, I was right. June 2016. Sick. I, yeah, that yeah, that's pretty no. much that's pretty much all it is. Like, I I just. I just couldn't see the big companies wanting to do this. I guarantee you they're going to do their own thing. Maybe they'll coordinate it so that they're not stepping on each other's toes like they did last year where, you know, like Sony goes on this day, Microsoft is the next day afterwards, or maybe a couple days afterwards where, and then like Ubisoft is somewhere in there. I I assume that some, some sort of coordination will be that way that we know companies stepping on each other's toes because I don't think they'd want that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I can only, I can only expect that, around june we'll start or even probably before that we'll we'll start hearing like oh you you like our e3 conference even though they won't call it that um their big showcase whatever they're gonna whatever they're gonna call it like the playstation showcase or the xbox live game game case or whatever whatever they called it last year i don't remember uh, the uh, inside Xbox inside Xbox thing will happen and Nintendo direct will happen as it always has for the past few years. So yeah, Nintendo really got on this early. They, they saw it come in ha- <laughs> like yep, yep, years, years in advance. <laughs> like, I don't know. We, uh, you, you left by this time last week or last time, but it was just like me and ghost were talking about, you know how weird Nintendo is basically. And like one, and he's, and he talked about the Nintendo directs thing. And I'm like, in reality. And I said, in reality, they were like ahead of the curve and stuff like that. Like now, every, now every gaming company is going to just want to do these videos, these, these like directs to, to show off their games. Cause now the internet is just so big that they don't, you don't need big conferences anymore that basically they can just have these big gaming events whenever they want. So yeah, it's it's something. Uh, this is the death of E3, just like this Stadia's death is near. Oh boy, we're just talking about a lot of death. Like a lot of things are dying. It seems like. Uh, speaking of bad things happening to uh, big companies. 
Uh, CD Project Red. Yeah, that old stuff. CD. Uh, so they got. So basically, they got hacked. A lot of their. Uh, a lot of their get, uh, to, game sources or whatever got stolen. Want me to read the document that they were sent? Yeah, go for it. Hello, CD Project. You have been epically pwned. Oh yeah. We have dumped full copies of the the source codes from your perfor- uh, perforce server for Cyberfunk, Cyberpunk 2077. Witcher 3, Gwent, and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. We've also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we've encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you you can most likely recover from backups. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online, and your documents will be sent to our contacts and gaming journalism. Your public image will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how you shitty your company function functions. I'm not misspeaking, by the way. That's just the way they typed it out. Yep. No. Nope. Investors will lose trust in your company, and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. And you know, like most of the time when you hear that stuff, you know, uh, it's just like gaming companies will be like, "Okay, let's just do what he wants." CD Projekt Red did not fold. They nope. uh they stood firm against this, and I see I see reports that it's been leaked. Some things have been leaked at this point to try and I don't know if it's trying to scare CD Projekt Red to meeting the demands, or if it's just like, I, hey, it's it's a thing. It's like, oh boy, you don't you definitely didn't want to see this on a on a on a studio that's already trouble already pretty troubled at the moment and i guarantee you that's why they targeted him yeah but it's like holy crap it sucks i feel bad i feel really bad it uh, is because i i get cd project road deceived people and it, it, cyberpunk wasn't what everyone wanted it to be but they did not deserve this bro this no. is this is hard this is real hard yeah i I, I I kudos on them for not folding. That that's that's what yeah. I'm gonna say on I'm gonna say on that. Just you know, most of the time most of the time whenever you hear about this stuff, you never really see the result because obviously they don't want the result being out there, but you can only assume that the hacker probably wins in the end because they, they basically are like they basically just fold. C D Project Red has not and still yeah. has not to this time, so good on them. Um it m- and honestly, I look at that and I'm like, what more does CD Projekt Red have to lose? Like, like he's saying, like, oh, your your stocks will go even lower and stuff like that. And you, your company reputation will go down even more. And I'm just like, it's already kind of at an all time low. Yeah. If you ask me. I'm really not sure how much you guys can do. So it's like maybe if this happened, I don't know when the when cyberpunk was fixed and like all most of the if not almost all of the glitches were basically fixed and the game was in a very playable state on all systems i could see this being a big hit but now right now yeah <laughs> everyone always points to that that thing where you guys like you guys got epically pwned and i'm just like did they though cuz boy did they show you Yeah, it's it's really it, it's really quite something. It's a it's a rough situation. And at this point, I'm not really sure what else to say about it. 
yeah, it it's it's gonna be one of those things that's gonna unfold, and we're gonna just kind of we'll just have to see like what exactly is going to happen. Like I know that what's been leaked so far, I believe there was something for The Witcher Three that was leaked. Um, haven't really looked into this all that much. I I saw that Gwent some Gwent stuff had been has been leaked. Mm-hmm. So on, but it's just like on and it's like they're just like well until you start showing us anything big i don't know if cd project rides is going to do anything about it and like i'm sure they're keeping their eye on it but that yeah, is like they're probably more focused on like you know the backup servers or and stuff like that that they're going to be working on from here on out yeah i think the thing that they're probably most worried about is like the the versions of the uh, versions of cyberpunk that are like mostly fixed at this point that or like that are that they've been trying new patches on to fix glitches and stuff like that like being just gone and then they have to restart again that that would be probably the most concerning thing about them because that's probably where that's like all where all of their manpower is going right now i would i would have to imagine is just fixing this this mess of a game That's what I, that's what I would think at least. It's like yeah, I I don't because like they have a small team for for their Gwent card game that surprisingly has been growing in popularity for the most part. There's a lot more people watching it on streams, and there's player base has actually gone up. I mean, not super significantly, but significant if you ask me. Just surprising. That I was like, okay, was, yeah, might have checked that out myself. Absolutely. I mean, like, I, I was talking to Ikigashi about this, and, like, we were both saying, like, it's not a bad game. It's a broken one, but Cyberpunk, I don't think at its core is anything, like, terrible like people make it out to be. All right, this is the Cyberpunk scene where we're going to talk about Cyberpunk for a little bit. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, no, it, and, and here's the thing. I was like, we, it, like I, I've heard from a lot of people that that they that the game is good. It's just it's a little broke. It's just broken at the moment. Yeah. Like if you can play it and aren't too immersed, like aren't too immersed and stuff like that, or like that it, it, that you're not like too immersed in breaking or whatever, that you're gonna enjoy the game. Yeah. Which is good. And and I remember when the game first came out, a lot of people were like don't enjoy the game. You're not allowed to enjoy the game and stuff like that. Cause it's broken. It's busted and stuff like that. I'm like, look, just because you're not enjoying the game or whatever, because it's not everything it lived up to or everything you thought it was going to be. Um, that's on and you. They certainly deserve. And they certainly do. Didn't deserve to get like cyber attacked. Like, Oh, this. absolutely like, not. That's. I, I, and and it's like and it's like we've talked about before. It's like like CD Projekt Red really did this to themselves by one not communicating between the fans and that and understanding and then like just keeping the with these small little delays that in theory do nothing when you have this much to fix in a game. Yeah. So it, it it's at this point they should have. It's like I said. It's like what they should have done is they should have just been fully upfront with the investors, the player base, and it's like, hey. The game works kind of. There's a lot of things that are still need work. Like not just like polishing stuff. Like no, these are bugs, glitches that are all going to just take the immersion out of the game. And 
if if they were st- up front with that, then I think it would have that they probably could have pushed it off and everything would have been better. Obviously, you can't erase every bug and glitch. Uh, the game was going to have some regardless. I feel like no matter what state it was in. But I'd have to believe there was a better state than the one they released in, right? Yeah. 100%. Like, there there had to have been. But because they weren't communicating with that, and they, and like, well, well after their most recent, like, after their, after the, their last delay, uh, they got sent death threats. Like, like, come on. Like, no, and I'm just like, this is, it's just, it's just bad. There's no winning. There, there, no there winning. is no winning this. There, there's no winning this situation. It's just things could have been handled better. So, but before I go, start repeating myself again. Is things could have went better. Over all, all over the place. So, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll we'll leave it at that because I don't really want to go and repeat myself about a thousand times over again because we definitely talked about yeah. this before. Um, hopefully, hopefully the cyber attack will, uh, you know, it turns out they didn't get as much as they say they did. And, and this will look even better for CD project red that if that's the case, or if they can't somehow get, you know, like track down the hacker maybe. And like, I I don't know. I don't know what you do from this stance. I beat them up cyber crimes. I feel like are very difficult to try and get a handle on so yeah we'll see what happens with that one so far i don't think it's been as bad as many people have been when when the story first broke had thought it was going to be so we'll see i'm sure i'm sure we'll see a lot more in the next few days especially considering it's been it's past the the 48 hour uh window that he wanted yeah uh boy boy we're we're just a bunch of uh we just got a bunch of good news today you know we got you know death of death of stadia is even closer than we thought um which is was already really close to begin with e3 is going to be probably disappointing terraria is not coming and stuff like that they get diablo 4 and overwatch 2 so let's throw on more bad news why not uh riot game ceo uh, is now under investigation for gender discrimination uh yeah (laughs) boy as if and we're just big packets of joy oh yeah super joy today just all the packets of joy and everything like that just sprinkle them all on top of me um and and i want to start all with by saying this that this is not the first time riot has had uh gender gender discrimination or sexism in the workplace back in 2018 there was a huge like taku uh, had a huge article about the the workplace for uh uh of riot basically and how they they have like for let like like the guys of there were just like completely dominant over the over the girls and stuff like that it was like i think it i think they said that there was a uh there was a hot girl list in, in, uh, going around and guys would go around and like fart on the girls and stuff like that in the workplace. What the fuck is this yeah. middle school? I, I I know that's what I said too when I first heard this. I'm like, what is this fucking middle school right now? Like, what is happening? And so that 
this is this is not the first thing. And they pledged back in 2018 that they would be better and work on the going on the workplace. And this is not giving me the best hope and stuff no. like that. That things are getting better. If anything, it's maybe more hidden. If you, if you ask me, but that doesn't mean that it's solved. Um, basically, uh, Sharon O'Donnell was filed a sexual harassment against the uh, uh, Riot CEO. Uh, I'm gonna butcher the name, but Nicolo Laurent. Um, so Sharon joined Riot as an as an executive assistant, so AKA his, like the CEO's assistant back in 2017. She claims that her uh, employment was wrongfully terminated back in July of 2020. Uh, she claims that uh, uh, Nicolo made sexual advances toward her, which then resulted in her filing a complaint with HR and was soon after fired. Which is like, boy, that's a that's a convenient timeline and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that. I mean it's pretty like it's pretty obvious then if you ask me like maybe there was more stuff happening but i kind of doubt it considering you were there for three years like three almost four well yeah three years because if it was july so it's just like okay if if she wasn't doing a good job she would have been fired years ago my if i if i had to take a guess yeah so yeah uh, she believes it's because she refused the sexual advances, and so yeah, I, I, yeah. Oh boy! I mean, it's a it's a difficult situation. You're telling the uh, HR department for the that inevitably works for the CEO. Yeah, and then and what the does the CEO, CEO do? Is harassing is, me. Yeah, he's gonna fire you. Like, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm not at all making excuses for this guy. Like, he's a piece of shit, but but. And okay, going back oh to the 2018, going back to the 2018 one. So after Riot uh, pledged that they would do better, they they basically did a bunch of workplace changes, basically to make sure that it's not sexism. But I want to point out that the CEO, this is not the same CEO that we're talking about, but the CEO at the time uh, was the biggest offender of all the things that was happening at that time. He, and he didn't get fired or anything like that. He was barely even investigated. He wasn't he wasn't asked to step down or forced to step down at all. He st- he stayed there. And so I'm just sitting here going like, hmm. It's kind of like you, your actions don't have consequences at that point. And you know, I I and I always say that actions speak louder than words. So when you say, "Oh, yeah. we pledge to be better" and stuff like that, I'm not seeing it. In three years, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing the, the, the these advancements that you're making, Riot. And and boy, it, it, this is one of the reasons why I stopped playing uh, one of the things because I just didn't want to. I, I I do not support dev or devs or that are just complete assholes and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it happened back when uh, the uh, all the stuff with uh, the Hearthstone. Uh, stuff like that, where the, with the with the Hong Kong protests and stuff like that, when they were silencing the the someone that wanted to speak their mind, saying that their platform isn't for you know political or political statements or whatever, even though they use their platform to further the LGBTQ uh, and gay rights and stuff like that, with like 
Overwatch and stuff like that. So you can't tell me that you don't use your platform for for non-political stuff when you clearly are. You just don't want them to say anything of that because it's offends it offends China, who at the time was working was working with you to make Diablo immortal. Boy, how's that shit looking now? Jeez. Just had to bring that up. It's gonna go on my little rant here. So I'm just like, holy crap, dude. It's not it's not getting better. And this is and obviously this isn't just games. This isn't just Riot. This happens to company in companies all over the place. You know, sexism yeah. is, is a thing. And it's 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 up there with one of the dumbest things in history, like racism. It's it, it's just no one should ever be discriminated for being a woman, for being black, Asian, whatever. It's they're all dumb. People need to get over themselves and ju- and just sit, realize that we're all human. How about that? How about that? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, I just had to go. I just had to go there. I, mean, I, I read this and I was just like this. Riot, you're not doing anything that's showing me that you've made any advancements toward anything. If anything, you've just made it more hidden. Which is in my is if if you ask me is worse. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it is arguably worse. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, uh, you're not interested in fixing anything. You're just you just don't want to pe- want people to harass you anymore. Exactly for r- doing dumb shit. Ay, ay, ay. It all goes back to the conversation that has no answers. And how do you fix this? The answer is there is there that you can only work harder and get and not hire shitty people. But in the end, it's. See, there's not much you can there's not much you can do slash without some major changes from the top brass which didn't happen three years ago and probably won't happen this time either which is shitty to know so yeah oh i don't know should we get off the sad for a moment and can talk about something that's actually kind of cool and hype sure kingdom hearts is coming to pc Hey, guess who gets to spend another like hundred dollars for for playing Kingdom Hearts? No, no, you already <laughs> you already own Kingdom Hearts. You don't need to buy them again. But, buddy, but, 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 but I want to. <laughs> Uh, it, it was just I, I think right. it was literally announced today that Kingdom Hearts 3 2.8 Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories uh, Kingdom Hearts 1.5 and 2.5 Final Mix will all be available through the Epic Games exclusively through the Epic Games Store um, and all except all of those games that I just listed except for 1.5 and 2.5 Final Mix will all be $60 which is a little steep if you ask me <laughs> I'm just like, man. I mean, hey, people are going to pay for it. So oh, 100%. And it, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be at fault on that. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, man. I, I don't know. For, for some of these games, like especially like 2.8, it's not even like a full game, if you ask me. It's, it's more of just like a demo. Like, I get that Dream Drop Distance is included with it, along with the, uh, what was it? There was like a little, like, uh, movie with it kind of like what the hell i forgot what it was called uh gerbly if you're in the chat let me know i'm sure you'll know you're the kingdom hearts guy 
Uh, Union Cross. What, what's the is is that what is that what the movie the little episode movie thing is called Union Cross? I thought that was the, I thought that was the game back cover back cover. That's what it is. Thank you. Um, it, it's just like it's basically just a movie and then Dream Drop Distance and then a demo for what Kingdom Hearts Three was going to be. And so I'm just like, really? That one's sixty dollars? Like, give me a give me a break right now. That's probably the one I won't buy though. I'm gonna be honest with you. That's probably the one I won't buy. I don't really have any. I know what happens in both both those games really, and I've, the back cover. I watched them with my brother, so I know what's all going on there. I've I've kept up with my Kingdom Hearts despite not really playing any any of the re- recent games. Hundred <laughs> percent agree. Yeah, it's good. Uh. I can understand Melody of Memories being $60 along with Kingdom Hearts 3 because they're somewhat recent releases. I was like, 3 is a little few years old. Or is it a year? A year old at this point? Two years? Let's see. I'm pretty sure it's two years old. Came out in 2019. Yep. Yeah, so about two years. Early 2019. So yeah, two years old at this point. So I'm just like, you really can it it really has to be sixty dollars, huh? Okay, fine, whatever. So I don't know. I I'm excited because, you know, now it's out on every platform, even though I'm pretty sure no, it's the Kingdom Hearts isn't on the Game Pass. I, I thought for a second it was, but I don't believe it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Kingdom Hearts three. Is it three? Least... I know they have like an all in one package. Um but I don't think that one's on the pass. I think maybe three is, but I'm not 100% Here. on that. We should really have like a bingo card for podcasts where we're just like, we like, oh, let's talk cyberpunk. All right, that's the thing. Like, let's talk uh, <laughs> game pass. <laughs> what up, boy? Uh, just... Faster, pastor. What's up, man? Now we just need the rest of the Persona series to come to PC. Yeah. Yes, yes. Just, just give me, just give me that Persona Three remake along with two. Like you can just bundle them together. That actually be super hype for if that's like their big announcement for this year. Dude, I want Persona Five on PC. It's I've waited too long. Okay, it's no longer on Game Pass. It used to be. I remember that. Yeah, I, I do remember it used to be. So, hey, Final Fantasy, uh, something the Zodiac Age just came out on Game Pass 12. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a good one. I, I, I haven't really played 12, but I know it was a good one. Oh, so man, I don't understand all these silly numbers and shit. I look, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that's what being a Final Fantasy fanboy like me has has turned into. You get all the fancy numbering and shit, and you're just like, I understand everything. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I got another piece of good news, just depending on your perspective. Okay. Uh, uh, at the uh, Bethesda and uh, Microsoft acquisition might be finalizing sooner than we thought. Apparently, nice. it might happen within the next week. Nice, nice. Yeah. The whole thing where it's temporarily going to be absolved into a Microsoft subsidiary called Vault, but then just go back to being called Zenimax. It's 
a whole big thing. Okay, I assume it's for legal reasons. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's it's interesting. People people have been asking courts like, "Hey, what do you guys think about this?" And they're like, "I mean, it's probably fine." <laughs> I don't know. I I really don't think people care too much. No, I really. It, it's like. At this point, it's like, I don't think much is going to stop this acquisition at this point. Like, I think it's it's pretty much finalized. I mean, they've already been yeah. putting they've already been putting Bethesda games on the game pass at this point. So it's just like it'd be really awkward if all of a sudden the court just said, no, you can't do this. And then the, the deal was <laughs> off. It'd be very, very awkward at that point. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm thinking they're pretty confident that it's going to happen and stuff like that, that. This is all going to work out for the for it. So, yeah. Just keep pumping on high quality games and I don't care who owns eight. That's fair. I mean, I mean, we're I mean, absolute worst case scenario. If they do come out and say no, what they're probably going to do is like, OK, here, take this giant pile of money and just do what we say. <laughs> yeah. 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 This yeah that's microsoft but hey on it is i don't know it's very interesting to say that to say that it's just like you know we have like there's like one of the biggest gaming companies out there is just like it's just like they don't even seem to like other than for like the gold for like that one week basically it doesn't seem like they really take advantage of like consumers at all yeah what are and, and and stuff like that it was like the game pass is is a really good deal and and stuff like that so it's just like it's really interesting when you put it you put it into perspective just like that how much that friendly uh pr that they've done over the years is really paying off to this point yeah and then they almost lost it in one in one week in one day in one day, year years of all of all that work gone in almost a day. <laughs> Boy, that would have been something else. <sighs> all right, everybody. This has been our fucking uh, Game Pass section of yep, the stream. Yep, th this is the Game Pass section. We hit the Cyberpunk. Game Pass, what else is on the script today? We did. Oh, shit, We're you're right. We did hit Stadia. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> What what else have we not talked? We even talked Anthem for God's sakes. God, how many how many how many che checks are we putting off today? Like how many checks are we filling today of just like stupid shit? Uh, hmm. What what else what else what else can we talk about? Uh, you know it's it's still extremely hard to get the PS5 because uh, scalpers are still pieces of shit. Uh, what what else? There that was one um I could think of at the moment. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the scalp, the scalpers that were able to get PS5s before they even went on sale. You want to <laughs> talk about that? Oh, yeah, I did hear a little bit of something about this, but uh, sure, go for it. Okay, they were able to get PS5s before any normal consumer was even able to think about acquiring them from local retailers. That's it. That's the whole story. Cool. They got millions of PS5s and. Scalping is still a huge problem that not a lot of solutions have come up for. Yeah. Slash they like like 
they just these uh these these stores like the Walmarts, the Best Buys, and stuff like that. They really don't have an incentive to want to do that to like fix nope, their no, fix their not. broken system. It's what it all comes down to. So I hear uh, European uh, European courts might actually make the um, act of scalping illegal now, which is helpful. I'm not sure how far it'll get, but I'm hoping yeah. it. Yeah, I did hear that, which is is a really good piece of news and stuff like that. It's just like, hmm. yeah, like you said, I don't know how far it'll get. I hope it gets far. I hope it does yeah. well. Um, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things where it's just like, what will it like? Will it take? Will it really take that Microsoft and Sony to really buckle down on these? On these uh these retailers to to fix something to do something about it will that will that would be what it take you think? I think maybe, but at to a point I'm wondering how much they actually care because they're still. Oh, I shouldn't say that at all because at this point they're losing like millions in software sales. Yeah, it's like if people can't get them and all the on all these uh, scalpers are just hoarding them, it's like they can't. No one's buying the games. No one's buying the game. Like, I mean, granted, there's not a lot of games out there specifically for the PS5 right now, but like, yeah, yeah, it's it's a big deal. It, it, it's a bigger deal than I think people that I think they understand at the moment. Or care to look at. I don't yeah. know. Th- this could definitely be like a bit like a big thing later on. I think I think I remember reading an article say that like. Sony sold 4.5 4.9 million or like 4.5 or 4.9 million units of uh of uh the PS5 but the demand is like is so much higher than 4.9 million it's so much higher than that and if you yeah. take that and if you think about that for a second as well you you take into out into account how many of those sales are probably just scalpers it's probably close to if I had to take a just a real shot in the dark, just shooting from the hip, real shot in the dark, probably about three million of those got to people who are actually actively playing the PlayStation five. I think it's even less, but I one point okay. nine million one point nine million is is too is too high isn't high enough, you think? I I mean uh, I mean when you consider some of the like biggest PS five uh, like PlayStation exclusives that were actually sold on the PS5 this last holiday season. Uh, I th- I think like Spider-Man Miles Morales, I think on the PS5 that sold maybe like, I think that sold less than a million copies. Yeah. Yeah. That tells you anything. Like people are not having, getting this console in their ho- homes anytime soon. Except for the faster pastor. Cause he's got one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have been trying. I th- I'm willing to get guess uh, gentle husband too. A little bit. I think he's kind of given up for a while. Yeah, I'm like, the same. The only the only game he really wanted to play on PS5 was Miles Morales, and he just he just bought a PS4 and played it on PS4. So, um, At this, I, I'll I'll buy a fucking PS5 when they're re- available on the shelves for me to buy. Yeah, yeah. Go and Ghost got one too. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I don't know. And, and I, I was talking a little bit about this on in your stream yesterday that I was like, I waited 
to the end of the PS4's lifespan to actually get a PS4 this this time around. Like this is like I think the first time that I waited to the very end of its like life cycle to get one. And and you're not going to be doing that with the PS5. I don't really want to do it with the PS5, but if this Kingdom Hearts thing like is showing me that Sony's wants to put their games on PC, which makes me wonder if this will be a more of a reoccurring theme, like rather than just like saying that. And, and I, and like, I think we, I think we kind of theorized this when we, when horizon was announced for the PC as well, that maybe this is Sony's like first attempt saying to see how much interest there is in the PC market for the, the, their Sony games, their first party games for the PlayStation, stuff like that on PC. Now kingdom hearts is there. And I get, and I know that's not necessarily like it's, but it's, Kingdom Hearts is it's out not on their game, Xbox, but... and it's not their game, but that that's a Square Enix thing. But I can yeah. only assume that they see more of these games that are like console only going to PC, and if they continue to sell well, that they will probably say there is a market for here, and we could put them on. Maybe, and what I'm thinking is, is that they do like, not right away, like it could go out on PS5 for like, three months or something like that and you could play that then and then it goes then there's like a pc port that'd be cool and if that's yeah. the case i don't know if i'm gonna get a ps5 at that point i mean it'd be nice and i in a way I've, i think that's a little wishful thinking though the only I reason i say that is because uh sony ceos have come out time after time after time and we're like we do not dis- we do we don't agree with Microsoft's strategy of putting everything on the PC. And it seems like a sizable chunk of their pan, uh, fan base get really upset with them whenever they allow something like that to happen because more people being able to play a video game is a bad thing for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to go on a rant about that. I've done that too many times now. If the new Kingdom Hearts games are coming out on PC, I'm selling my PS4 and never buying a PS5. Ooh. There you go, straight straight from the straight from the Kingdom Hearts uh, speedrunner himself. Um, I Sony doesn't play well with very many people. No, no, they do not. Yeah, uh... I mean, you we we can't we can make the argument that they're uh, testing the waters a little bit, especially when you consider uh, MLB the Show uh, Twenty One is coming out on the Xbox Series X of all things. Oh, Something that really? no one fucking that. saw coming. Yeah, I didn't know that oh, yeah. actually. So that's interesting as well. I, I think that they're kind of breaking uh, that they're trying, try, like you said, they're testing the waters to see if that, that, that it, it can they can break the mold a little bit. And I think that Horizon was was uh like like we said in fact, like we said it was like that testing the waters for the PC market. The fact is, yeah. Sony's also invested a good amount of money into Epic, which means that they're probably going to release games on the Epic Game Store if they do decide to put a few games out and i'm not saying that every new release has to go on there and stuff like that they, they like i don't ever expect a demon souls remake to come to pc and stuff like that i i doubt that ever happens but it's like or like spider-man the like the spider-man 2018 or miles morales i don't ever anticipate playing that on, P- on pc i but, mean apparently the final fantasy 7 remake is coming to pc yeah, and and again, that's a Square Enix one, not so much a yeah. Sony one. Like, I think Square Enix is realizing that they sh- that putting 
leaving their games console exclusive is not the way they should be going now. And I think they've yeah. realized that with Final Fantasy 15, they put out the Windows edition and that thing sold like hotcakes. That was so good. Oh, is that still on Game Pass? I want to know. I... It might be. That's a good game. I still haven't. I still have yet to play the. Uh, there we go. I still have yet to play the uh, the rec- the the last DLC they put out for an episode art, and here it's very good though. Yep, it it, it is Final Fantasy Fifteen Windows Edition. Sick. It's like I, there was also like the. They also uh, have ten, twelve, seven, and what is that? Oh, ten, I, ten IX or whatever. Six, I, I think. X. I don't know. Nine. That's nine. Nine. Okay. Final Fantasy nine. <laughs> like it. Those are like one of the. Those are like the, some of the better uh, Final Fantasy games too. So that's it's good to see. I know that well, that was one of the things that they wanted to put for their. Uh, they wanted to do for their Game Pass a year ago, but then they kind of just fell through. And they talked about adding more Final Fantasy uh, titles on there. So yeah, it's good news. Good news. I hear there was something big happening in 14, but I don't pay much attention to Final Fantasy 14. I mean, that's the MMO one. It looks good, but I am not. Getting I'm just into that, I'm no. just not an MMO fan. Every time I try, I start a new MMO. I'm just, I get bored of it so fast and I never go back to them like. Uh, oh, no, wait, I, I apologize. It was taken off Game Pass. Oh, still in the store, though, but. That's not exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, MMOs have never really clicked for me. I I, I think the the most I've ever played an MMO was like World of Warcraft to level 20. Because at the time they were running a promotion to get people to play WoW. Because uh, like a Paladin hero skin for Hearthstone was if you hit if your account on uh, WoW hit level 20, you would get a Paladin skin for free. And so I did it and I... I hit level 20 and I never went back because I never had an interest. Oh, and I was just like, and I get that, you know, it's it. Well, it was fine. I'm well, it was was probably a good game. There's a reason why tons of people log on to play it every day and stuff like that. It's just not my cup of tea. Just just not for me. Makes sense. Me, I just. I also say that about like a lot of like open world games, but I'm starting to I'm starting to branch out a little more. I uh I respect that. That's good. I I know you like to play World of Warcraft Tiny Bubble, so <laughs> you can be wrong. It's okay. That's <laughs> uh, okay. We'll agree to disagree. How about that? Uh I mean, I was... the only two big MMOs that I've ever played were again Wizard 101 and Guild Wars 2, but I just played those cuz I could play them with my brother. After yeah, got home from school. I remember playing Guild Wars 2 with a bunch of college buddies and they 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 loved it. They knew what the hell they were doing. I'm just sitting here going over here like they're telling me all this stuff to do. And I'm just like, uh, OK, <laughs> I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> so uh, just just not for me. I don't, I don't know. It's uh like open like open world games have always have recently rubbed me the wrong way but uh started playing Watch Dogs Legion recently and I'm starting to find what 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 it is about about open worlds that I dislike about them where and then 
uh like like witcher 3 is it's a good game but i there's just something about a daunting open world game where you almost need to explore the entirety of the map whereas in watchdogs legion there is a huge map but you're not necessarily required to search through it all to yeah. progress in the game and i think that's what i that's what i like about op- like open world games is that when you're not required to it's very optional if you want to um it also helps when a majority like just the mechanic of legion is that you're you uh you have to recruit uh npcs and stuff like that to be on your team and and so you're going to be running around all the entire city of london doing these missions and stuff like that so you can kind of get collectives as you're going from mission to mission so it doesn't feel like it's an empty world With just like question marks yeah. all over the place, with a, with a bunch of like filler side missions that almost no one wants to do, or just like, like loot, that. or just like loot sections where it's just like you need that loot to progress in the game. Otherwise, you're just under leveled and stuff like that. It's yeah, I that was the thing about Witcher Three that I didn't particularly like. I was like that I, I I got to I don't remember where it was exactly, but it was like. I hit a wall where I couldn't just go from main mission to main mission anymore. And because I was, I was starting to get under leveled and under geared and it just turned me off to the point where I was like, oh, I have to go out and search this entire, this entire place. And I'm like, eh, I don't, I don't see the point too. I think I should just, I should, as, as a game, as a person, like you should be, you should be able to just kind of go, from main mission to main mission and not have to do that. It's just sort of like, if you want to type thing, which a lot of people when they're playing that game will, I'm just yeah. like, I, I kind of wanted to just blitzkrieg through it if I could have, <laughs> but which is respectable. Yeah. That's the way like most, uh, like these games should work and it's, it kind of sucks. Yeah. I even look at final fantasy 15. Like that is kind of like an open world game, but at the same time, it's not so vast that it feels daunting to go across, especially because like there is like quick travel type deal. You could go from one place to another and there are side missions, but they're also in conjunction with the main quest. So like on your way to going to the main quest, you could do a few side quests and stuff like that. And it doesn't feel like you're going too far out of your way to do side quests. Yeah. I don't know. That's my hot take on open world games. People would disagree with me, but that's my hot take. I mean, it's fine. I have many hot takes of my own. <laughs> we all have them. Exactly. What's one? Hit me with it. Hit me with one. No, 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 no. 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 I don't want to get damn. I don't Shh. want people to get mad at me. I'm sorry. No, come on. We ain't going to get mad at you. OK. I'm still not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> all right that's fair uh, look whether or not you like whether or not you like wow that's all that's 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 fine it, it's fine you know like you don't you're not no one's required to right <laughs> i respect wow players i just am not a i'm just not a fan of the game I, I respect the time and effort they put into the games. And I and I do like watching some of the raids and stuff like that. They're actually kind of really interesting to watch. Like 
20 30 man raids go happen it's actually quite interesting yeah. to watch oh <sighs> so yeah well i covered everything i wanted to how about you same yeah i i went up we went a bit further than i thought we were going to today yeah well i think that's going to do it for us yeah uh I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a thing. Tom Cruise can't lose. Where can they find you? Probably just your Twitch channel uh, still. Yeah, it's it's on Twitch. There you That's go. Where I am. So a shout they're out. Making face off. They're making what? They re, they're remaking face off. That's remaking awesome and terrible. Off? You don't remember face off? No, no, I don't. That movie starring John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, where they uh, play a spy and a criminal that. Trade faces. You lost me. I'm, okay, I'm, I'll I'll show it to you later. It's a really terrible movie that's fun to watch. Okay, all right. Well, uh, with that, uh, that's gonna do it all for us. Thank you so much for watching, <laughs> listening. Uh, make sure to rate five stars and all that. Tell a friend and uh, all that good stuff. Bada bing, bada boom. We'll see you uh, next time. I think Monday we're gonna try and do another episode of this with uh with a good friend of ours akikashi yep so that'll be fun uh so join us join us then i believe we'll be starting about six o'clock on monday so hope to see you there and thanks for and thanks again for listening and watching